if we were to do it, we would do it underneath the bed of the, uh, the intro music. And yeah. Kind of break into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd probably do that. All right, let's go. It's time for Sunday Pour. It's Thursday night. Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens in. Uh, it's a close game. We'll just put it that way. It's a close game. We're excited to have a close game on Thursday night. Uh, it's a pitcher's duel. It's a pitcher's duel. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It's a rock. It's a rock fight. I gotta tell you, man, the Dolphins defense came to play tonight, and they have not let Lamar Jackson breathe. They've not let the run game develop, and it's that's how they're keeping it close, man. It's been uh, uh, the the Ravens have had a couple opportunities and faltered. Uh, Miami has kind of kept the ball in the middle of the field the entire game up until. Basically, up until the last part of the first half, and uh, it's six three. Dolphins are up six three at half. It's the prime time Dolphins on full display. I'm, yeah. I'm glad everyone gets to see uh, our uh, you know star studded offensive line, which you know, Jacoby Brissett running for his life. He almost broke his finger. Who almost ended up next to Tua on the sideline with a clipboard. I saw an interesting stat today. It was uh, – so they have a stat for offensive linemen who okay. give up the most pressures. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what identi- I, you know what uh, constitutes as a pressure. I, if the quarterback has to move his feet, I have, I have no idea what a, exactly a pressure is. But I, right. I think we know what pressure is. Yeah. I, yeah. Vaguely, the vague meaning of it. Um, and it was a three-way tie at the top of the list, and it was all all three guys were Dolphin offensive oh, linemen. No. Jesus. So I'm glad everyone gets to see what my Sundays are like. I didn't even watch them last Sunday, which was wonderful. Uh, I just, you know, avoided them altogether, the Dolphins-Texans. And uh, tonight, tonight, though, prime time, there's no avoiding them. You got to kind of watch it. And, like, Jacoby Brissett stinks, but I also can't – how do I kill a guy who – it's just, I mean, there's people that just, they're just living in the backfield. And you know, they showed the Ravens stats before mm. defensively. They're ter- like the, one of the worst defenses in football. Truly terrible. And, and they, they held Miami to six in the first half. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we got just, it. Let me ask you something. Uh, how superstitious are you? Uh, I'd say I'm 50 50, somewhere in the middle. Now, when you catch yourself, like, being superstitious, is it usually, like, like, do you ever feel like you have good luck coming your way? Uh, no. Usually, usually it's to avoid bad luck. Yeah. I'm the same way, man. I was just, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even have, like, a specific story. But, like, on the way home tonight, I didn't even know what happened. And I was just like, oh, that's, that's not, that's bad luck. And I'm like, why is it always got to be fucking bad luck? When does the good luck kick in? <laughs> what what know, were you doing? No, I was just driving home. I don't even know. I can't. I don't even remember what happened. But that's. I had the thought of like how superstition. Like I'm very superstitious, but it's never for anything good. It's never like oh, if I do this, good things will happen. It's if I do this, something bad will happen. Or if I don't do this, something bad will happen. Or if I, if I, you know what I mean. Like if I do something or I do something the wrong way, like it's only to avoid bad luck. Never most of my super, most of my superstitions can't come from like trying to get my uh, team to win a game. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. That's uh, tonight. There's nothing I could do. I know this is going to end in defeat. It's going to be bad second half. But I would pound the second, the Ravens second half, whatever it is. But usually my superstitions are like, oh, all right, we got to keep this channel on. Or like for example, let's say the Dolphins were down ten mm-hmm. points right now. Yep. I'm watching on NFL Network right now. Maybe I'd go over to the Fox broadcast. Different. I mean, it's the same broadcast, yeah. but different channel. Stupid things like that that I know probably aren't going to work. Uh, but that's like my level of superstitions. Maybe you get the Ravens at. I mean, religious people are superstitious, right? You pray. Yeah, that's. A, I guess you could classify that under that. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say superstition, though. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Ravens. Ravens money line is minus one ninety-five. Uh, yeah, that's about right. What What about the spread? The spread is at minus three, and it's minus one twenty. My, uh, wait a minute. They don't, they don't have minus, like, minus minus three, three for the overall game. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, not for the actual second half. So they have to win the oh, actual yeah. game by three points. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's an easy Ravens bet. That's easy. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they're going to score eventually, and the Dolphins. I don't know if they can score. So. Uh, it's nice, nice free tips for everybody listening tomorrow. The game's over. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know you'll know right away early on at the show if I nailed that or uh trust me it's that's they're not winning this game. It's been a while. Uh I was actually at a pro- the only time I've ever been to Joe Robbie Stadium. Mm. It was Joe Robbie like 10 names ago. Now it's Hard Rock. When I was there I think it was Land Shark Stadium. Uh I was there for the the 2000 I want to say 2010 home opener. Okay. In against the Jets, it was week three. They were two and zero. I think it was Brandon Marshall's first season. Mm. Feeling all good, and then we lost to the Jets. Mark Sanchez, Braylon Edwards was coming off a DUI, I think, uh, and they scumbag Jets let him play because they have no morals or integrity. Yep. He had a huge like ADR touchdown too. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> so I remember it. Uh, yeah, I was in I was in Miami once, and it was for thirty six hours. And, that was it. Didn't see South Beach. I uh, just saw shitty-ass Miami Gardens, I guess you want to call it, like 20 minutes north of South Beach. And, uh, yeah, I landed on a Saturday mid-afternoon, and I was out of there on the first flight Monday. Who is, he, who is Landshark? Who it's, a, it's a bear, right, Landshark? Oh, okay. I could picture it. Okay, yeah. Yellow. They've had – yeah, they've had Landshark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's – a, it's one of those bears you might be able to get it. I don't know if I've ever had a land shark, but I could see having one on a hot summer day. Probably land shark. It's probably not good. It's probably like a low percent bear that you could pound. I mean, you could do it. Land shark bear. Let's, let's give some statistics. <laughs> it's an Anheuser Busch company. All right. Anheuser Busch. Oh, product, shoot, I should say. Officers shoot and kill a suspect on the Belt Parkway. Today, yeah, like there's like an overhead shot of the belt, which is like the south part of Brooklyn, uh, that kind of wraps around, right? Wraps around the. Oh, uh, you might you might have to change your tune on Land Shark. Oh Jimmy yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett owns Land Shark. All right, I mean, I didn't. I'm not going to change my tune until I try it, but I'll uh, consider it. Just because just because you you slap a guy's name on it doesn't mean anything. Well. Have you ever been to a Margaritaville? No. 
I have not. I I have just because Jimmy Buffett. I can only imagine <laughs> they have one. They have one in the city now. I think they have one in the city now in Times Square. It's a rooftop. <laughs> I think it is in Times Square. Yeah. I can only imagine a clientele that goes to a Margaritaville, let alone the Margaritaville in Times Square. <laughs> You're in New York, yeah. Right to a Margaritaville. It's man. like going to Sabaro for pizza. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I would I so I went the one I went to was in Vegas. I think it's acceptable in Vegas. I and mean, I could sell you I could sell you on it with one with one nice little tidbit that they did. All right. They used to do a happy hour from like two AM to ten AM. That was their happy hour. Overnight happy hour. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean that's why we went. You know, <laughs> it went kill a kill, kill a couple of hours at three in the morning. Plus, it's like right, it's in a kind of a casino, so it's right next to blackjack tables. It's beautiful. You're there like one fifty, just waiting. Now we're good for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm good. Actually, I'm no, watch. you actually you wouldn't because you. I know you've done it before, and I know I've done it before, where you go to like the happy hour and you're early, and then you end up spending like more pre gaming on the happy hour than you did in the actual mm-hmm. happy hour. It's like a twenty-five right. hour open bar for two hours or something. You end up spending like sixty bucks in the thirty minutes leading up to the start. You got to be patient. You got to be patient. That's really not. I've never been a patient <laughs> drinker. Well, one, one one drink, milk it a little bit, ten minutes. I remember one time when the bowling alley, rest in peace, ballpark lanes next to Yankee Stadium was there. Oh yeah. They uh, it used to be a law in New York. I'm not sure if it's if it still is, but they couldn't sell beer. I don't know if it was package store and or bars, but it was definitely a bar. They couldn't serve you before noon, which is oh, just yeah, ridiculous. Right. I mean, that shouldn't count during baseball season yeah, no, or, football, or football season. You're doing you're – you should, It just shouldn't be a law. You're doing it, the uh, – <laughs> it should be a law, period. But you're doing all the, uh, all the bars a disservice. You're doing uh, owners a disservice, you know. Right. So I remember getting to the bowling alley – for a day game, I think I was meeting you, and I got there at 10 of 12, and there was me and another guy at the bar, and the bartender told us the same thing. When I say bartender, it was a guy behind, you know, the little, whatever you want to call it, tub of beers. It wasn't really a bar. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy pulling the beers out of the cooler. Yeah. Right, the right. The guy standing by the cooler. <laughs> and he just tells us, he's like, ah, I, can't, I can't serve you guys till noon, and I just looked at the guy next to me, like, it's going to be a long eight minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it was like august it was a day game sweating oh, getting off the subway oh, come on man bend the rules a little bit i assume that goes back to some sort of religious uh right like church sort of like you know around here that you weren't able to buy beer on sundays i'm gonna say it goes I never back really to understood it you think yeah I was you don't range. think you don't think church factors in at all what would church like on a was it a Saturday? Or was it, oh, it was a Saturday or it was a weekday? No, it was right? a Sunday. No, it was a uh, Sunday. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they probably have some sort of thing with religion and that, but it still doesn't make any sense to have it a law. This is a mixed church and state, you know. And that's right. the last place that church and state should mix is at a bar, let alone a tub of tub of beers, you know, on the, that lives in the corner of a bar. Especially in New York, man, you can they can serve you till. You could get get a beer at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't get one at eleven thirty on a Sunday. <laughs> the fuck, the church. You know, and if it is, if it does come back to religion at all or church, priest isn't drinking a little wine up there. 
What are the, what AMS? If, what if you're Jewish, you want to get a drink? It's bullshit. Why well, they have to abide by these stupid ass laws? I feel like that that law may have been reversed because this was going this is going back to the old stadium, so it's over ten years, probably yeah. fifteen years ago. Yeah, I feel like that law might be a little different now. No, that's it's weird because even now you can't you cannot. You can't open a liquor store at a certain. Well, I don't know if they can't. Are people just open later? I'm not even going to say it's a law. People, people I think it's. Uh, I think ten is the law on Sundays around here. Yeah. There's the offensive line just. Oh no! Absolute. Oh, Brissett grabbing uh, his knee. That's not good. Oh no! That might be the last we've seen of Jacoby Brissett. Fucking five, five serial killers on that offensive line. All right, yes, and pull it back out there. Yeah, Jeez. two. Are you gonna, you're going out there to punt? It's fourth fucking down. <laughs> oh man, let's my see God, jeez. Oh it's no, that was not because the knee didn't even get hit. Yeah, that's an MCL. That's a CL, as Ooh. I like to say. Collateral ligament for sure. I mean, if you're uh, two, why would you want anything to do with go back into this game? Why would you want to go behind I, this line, man? I know. And it sucks. I don't even want to watch this team when he's not playing because he's the only thing I really want to evaluate. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me is like, what is there to evaluate? He's just going to go out there and get murdered. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to, the only thing I'm going to be evaluating is, you know, the uh, ambulance taking him off the field, which apparently he's going to be out there for well, hopefully they have multiple ambulances. Well, they say he's injury prone. So this may be a good way to see if that's accurate or not, right? He's getting humbled all the time. Really right. If he, he did, if he's able to withstand it, you might have something on your hands. That's really what yeah. you test with this kid, right? Right, 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 right. He did play behind like the best offensive line ever in college with Alabama. And he did. I guess he did get injured there, so that that should count for something. But oh, I mean, he yeah. just he doesn't right. have a chance behind, uh, behind these fucking guys. It's unbelievable. Really, I mean, it's not. It's not what you want to see if you're a Dolphins fan at all. No, not not what you want Brissette, to see. It's Brissett going down and then like, yeah, send two out there, the guy we're trying the to emergency, play. which I don't under what is this emergency stop starter? Either you can play or you can't. Yeah. It shouldn't take an MCL. It shouldn't take an MCL injury for you to get out there. Like either you <laughs> can play or you can't. You know, like Jeter used to say, if you're injured, you can't play. If you're hurt, you can't play. There's, yeah. there's no in between. Yep. There's no break glass in case in case of emergency, which is what no, this is. Apparently. I don't even know who our fucking third stringer is. Well, Jesus, he used to be a guy named David Fails, San Jose State. You better hope that they're not looking into that at all today. Ah, let's just get nuts. <laughs> it's prime time. Let's get let's get dirty. <laughs> oh, so third stringer is. Hang on, let's see this quick. Uh, pfft, nothing on the depth chart. It might be two or bust. Wow. That's, hey, you're right. Let's get nuts. Jump in there. Um, Who, who's the emergency emergency? Punter, probably. Double, double secret, yeah. Hey, you never uh, – we didn't follow up with you on Monday, but any, any word on the robbery uh, situation in the building? Or is this uh, – um, There is nothing – New to report, I don't think, on the robbery. Man, oh, man. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think there's anything else right now. My boss did put up a camera, though. 
I mean, in our uh, office. So now, now I can't rob the place. That's like putting a condom on after you fuck. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really. Jesus. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Nothing, nothing to report back. I don't, I'm not, right. not expecting any. I'm not expecting any results. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we found the big knife. That's all that matters. Big knife is back. I still haven't talked to the guy whose knife it was. So I do want to dive into that story and see if there's more to it. But uh, yeah, that was it. It's probably in uh, probably in the lab right now. I'm sure. It's... Oh, that's right. I forgot the cop. Yeah, the cops took yeah. it back. Dustin for he, Prince. He won't see that for 18 months. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hold my breath i don't think we're gonna this, this doesn't I, I don't know we'll see if they have this person's prints on file but uh yeah I, i'm not i'm not counting anything i'm not not holding my breath at all <laughs> does the lady does the lady still work there that you suspected ah uh, i don't know i don't think so if she's still there He's, my boss used to see her on, my boss used to, yeah my boss used to see her on weekends i don't know I'm not there on weekends, so is he suspicious of her too? Oh yeah, that's it's, it was his oh, him right. who's the oh, original right. suspicion. All right, all right. Well, wow, Jacoby Brissett up and running. By the way, maybe it's just a bruise, bruise knee. He's giving the man. thumbs up. Man, he was down screaming in agony. Man, you see it like that, you just assume it's, it's a goddamn, it's a goddamn warrior, Jacoby yeah. Brissett. Tank. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a flopper. Yeah. Jesus. Another sack. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. This will put the Sunday four jinx on it, but the Dolphins D has been good for two and a half games now. They played well against the might, Bills. That might do it. That might be the end of the run right there. That's probably a big third down here. It's probably going to uh, – let's see. Who got – yeah. So, uh, yeah, they played well against the Bills. And then last week, the Texans, you kind of just throw out. There you go. Defense last seven quarters. Got my, I got my stat as I'm talking about it. <laughs> seven sacks, four takeaways. I mean, te- Texans, I don't know if that really counts. It counts. Um, oh, that shit does. You can, only play, you can only play the people that are on your schedule, you know? Oh, all right. That should be a pun. Um. Yeah, so when I was down there back down in uh back in twenty ten, what were what got, what was I saying? Land shark it was. That's how we got yeah. the Jimmy Buffett kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We stayed at a hotel that I believe has been renovated since. It's right next to the stadium. Not right next to it, uh probably like a quarter mile down the road, maybe maybe a half mile. Mm-hmm. There was a casino next to it that we went to that Saturday night. But the hotel we stayed at, it was called the El Palacio. Okay. It was this disgusting. Sounds like trouble. <laughs> well, because we were there. It might have been us. Uh, Tua <laughs> is coming in. Here we go. The emergency. They broke the glass. This is going to be his uh, Willis Reed moment. F- funeral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Um. Yeah, we stayed at a place called the El Palacio. It's big pink building. It was disgusting. The cool thing about it, though, is we got a we got a view of uh, there was a I think it was a was it a I don't think it was a horse track. It would have been a dog track. Oh, nice. We had a view of the dog track from our room with a balcony. 
Nice. But this place was such a dump, man. The water was brown. What the water? Out of the fa- oh, faucet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a pool there, right? If I remember. Here there was a the pool past. there. You guys oh, I thought you've heard this story? Well, I've heard. I don't think on the show. But uh, you guys, did you guys, you guys didn't even think about stepping foot into the pool, right? No, no, we didn't. Was it because there's like a dead hooker in there or something, or just in general you wouldn't? You wouldn't. We didn't get that. We didn't get that close. But what we were (laughs) doing is we were playing a game with all the empty uh, beer bottles we had in our room before we went out. Yeah. The the pool was kind of on an angle from our hotel, and I'm not um, endorsing this, but you know what's done is done. Statue of limitations is passed. (laughs) You better hope so. (laughs) <laughs> well they, they're under a new name now new management i'm sure so um so the pool was kind of like on an angle and we were trying to fire beer bottles into the pool and they kept oh. constantly coming up short and just shattering all over all over the place oh man so, so there's shards of glass from you guys all over the outside of the hotel Oh, and because this man. place was such a shithole, we had no remorse. I still have zero remorse. <laughs> That's how much this place sucks. Yeah, you got you to drain the pool, man. If uh, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not even you. sure any. I'm not even sure any glass got to the, to oh, the pool. Okay. It was it was pretty far away, and it was on an angle that was tough. That was the game. It wasn't it couldn't make it easy. So were you side arming it? Like, were you doing like a little Burt Blylevin kind of? Uh... Whipping it around that way, or could you get a little? Couldn't get their sidearm, and it was and it was tough because it, it would, none of us were lefties, but it would have benefited lefties because if you're looking out onto the balcony, the pool's to your right, so it would have okay. benefited a lefty oh, or righty. So you had like some, you had some uh, a defense coming from your right side from the wall, basically. <laughs> yeah, yep, absolutely. Gotcha. So yeah, was not easy. Um, I remember I. I I mean, just Florida's a different breed down there. I think I was wearing a uh, Yankee hat down there. Mm-hmm. And we were up at the bar on Saturday night. College football was on. And some hick was giving me shit for wearing a Yankee hat. All right. And, I mean, this guy – I mean, this guy was like the stereotypical shit kicker, fucking stupid accent. And credit to me, because it was probably before I started really drinking, did not yep. take the bait, and I just let him go. Oh, man. I mean, I threw some jabs. Don't get me wrong. I didn't just sit there and take it. Yeah. I just, I just let him. I let him, you know, I let him go. You're in, like, you're in enemy territory. You can't, like, there's really nothing you can do. You get, you get, you're, you're the outsider there, and they might never find you again if you, talk, if you say the wrong thing to the wrong guy. Yeah, he was invested in his Florida State game, probably. Yeah. Whoever, you know. That's an away game for you. You can't get involved. It is an away game. It is. Uh, you want it's just tough though. You want to, but uh, yeah, I give him a little lip and just move on. You know, these people. Yeah. They got nothing to lose. Yeah, I think I feel like it was fun spirited, but it could have went sideways if I let it. And then that night we went to after we were done peppering the pool with with beer bottles we went to uh, the shit one of the shadiest casinos other than the one I saw in Aruba in my hotel. Wait, I want to get I want to get to the casino, but let me ask you: when you were on the hotel, like what did you say? What floor you were on? Um, I mean we were we were up there pretty good. Over the fifth. 
Mm, I'd say under over is five, probably. All right, all right. Probably about the fifth. And then one more, one more. Like, would you drop back to pass and then like step up into the pocket and heave it? It was kind of hard. It was kind of hard to get everything into it because you had the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. wall right there. You know, it was, it was, it was hard. It was, you, you had caught, a, if you caught the wall, you're getting shards of glass back in your eyes. Exactly. So you couldn't, you couldn't just cock it back and, and throw it. You had a, a little bit of a finesse see, to your game. See, that's sporting. You know, that's sporting. It's not like going to the woods and like shooting a gun at a at a deer that's sleeping. You know, that's that's going up to a bear and trying to take him down with a knife. Really, yeah, you're, you're, it's, that's the revenant right there. It's hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Hey, good job for you guys to make it sporting. Tough, it was fun. The, Nobody won. Tough for the but. janitor, but no, nah, maintenance guy was probably pretty pissed. I mean, we were out of there, you Monday guys, morning, so. yeah, he lost. The only person who lost was him, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then we went to the shadiest casino I've ever been to. Now, two of my buddies. First of all, I was with Mike Casino, friend of the program. Oh, yeah. Big Dolphins fan. And my buddy Eric was a big Dolphins fan. And we, surpri- we surprised uh, – Mike Casino let me know a couple hours before that Andy Bennis was showing up. Oh, yeah. Surprise visit. Surprise visit. He was living in Florida for like three weeks or whatever. Drove down from like Tampa four hours for the game. I, I don't know how we ended up with an extra tickets. I think someone may have backed out. So we had an extra ticket for him. And Casino, of course, in a casino, Mike <laughs> Casino ends up in some shady poker game. And he, we'd, have to ha- we'd have to have him on to tell the story. But he, 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 would, he would tell you. It was just, I didn't even gamble when I was in this place because this place was just – I just found a bar. I hung out. Enjoyed the scenery, kind of had, you know, tried to have eyes in the back of my head best I could and just enjoyed the show. Jeez, was it that bad? You had to look over your shoulder? Uh, the area around, I can't speak to Miami South Beach, like where the heat play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that, I, I know I wouldn't like that place. I, that's just, my wife has, my wife's been there once, I think, and she, she told me I wouldn't. It's, it's very, uh, it's just loud. Just, you know, and- a lot going and on. It's all a bunch a of, of fucking like you see the guys at Heat games in the front row, fucking white, like white button white, down. A lot of white pants and flip flops. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. This not I know I know South Beach is not my scene. I, I'd like to see it one day just for myself, so I could actually complain about it. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I just I know that's not I know that's not my scene. So, uh, but, but like twenty twenty minutes north. Oh, you've been there. Yeah, yeah, I was just for for a night, but it's like I didn't go. I didn't do like the South Beach like shtick. I didn't do like that. I didn't go like downtown. I was on the one night, one night and out. You're not like spending days there. I went to a dive bar and I got a bucket of Pabst. I hadn't slept for like two days. I got a bucket of Pabst and uh, we smoked a blunt on the beach. So yeah, that wasn't bad. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so your South Beach experience was positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I made, I made it, I made it my own. We didn't do the South Beach thing. Did you see where the Heat played? Was that American Airlines? No, Arena? this was a quick. This is a quick stopover on the way to the Keys. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I didn't make it there. We we, the area where the Dolphins play. I don't know what it's considered. Miami Gar. I think it's Miami Gardens. 
It's a weird name. It's what it's considered. I yeah. Think, I don't think of anything with flowers in Miami. <laughs> nah, man. This was like like because we went and we because uh, Andy Venice was down there with a the car. We, we went and stopped and got sandwiches somewhere before the game. All right. Sunday night. Yeah. So we we took in a little bit of the scenery around the stadium, like neighborhoods, like where people live. Mm-hmm. It was anyone I, I I think people will know what I'm talking about, but if you know like poor Florida, yeah, oh yeah, you know, like yeah. poor people, Florida, yeah, I guess it doesn't only apply to Florida, but it could be like the South in general. It was disgusting. I'm, I'm thinking I, of like the outskirts of Atlantic City with palm trees. That's a pretty good comparison, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. People, people just want to live there man people just want to live there they don't care and that's why because it's like you have like the prime real estate where, where people with money will live but then people just will do anything to live around there and it doesn't matter you know how little they get paid as long as you're there like people are very happy to live that climate and that sort of lifestyle that Florida lifestyle and i'll live in in the in the shit they don't care where is, is it the, the weather I think it's a lot of it's the weather, I really do. And uh yeah. I don't know what else it could be. Yeah. I mean I'm you're not close, sure. you're close to a big city, I guess, you know, Miami. Also, some of it I mean, also there's a good portion of it that's you know, you when you're born someplace, you just don't leave. Like I'm sure the people in Atlantic City don't want to stay there. I mean, they don't have much of a choice. It's just they're kind of Yeah. Stuck. If it's where you're from, I get it. That's yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. So Miami, uh, in- interesting place, for sure. I mean, I was there. They, should, they should just put a couple of these D linemen on the old line. They should go double duty. Yeah, it's like high school. Christ, yeah, for sure. Yeah, play a couple of <laughs> players and we fix things up. A little patchwork on uh, the offensive side. Oh man, yeah, what was like? We we had a, a two way player recently, right? Uh, did we? I mean, not Shohei Otani, but uh. In football. In football. Was, yeah, was oh, Dion. Last? Yeah. Was it, there's got to be somebody after Dion, though, right? No? Uh, and Dion was – I mean, Dion was never that good of a receiver, was he? Uh, no, he was like, you know, you, you see guys like this. Like, if he was just an offensive player, he might have ended up being, like, at Better. his best, like a quarter L. Patterson. Like what he yeah. is like now, like this year, like a complete, uh, like Swiss Army knife type player, and this might be Cordero's best year to date. So yeah. it's kind of like catching lightning in a in a in a bottle too, right? Um, Jesus Christ! And they get to Lamar again, Roberts. But uh, no, he was he was never uh, like a dominant offensive player, but he was useful though. Did he, I see. I only remember him on the Cowboys because he caught a big pass. It wasn't even a big pass. It was like the first quarter of the Super Bowl. He caught a bomb from Aikman. That's the only memory I have of, of yeah. Dion playing receivers at Super Bowl Thirty. Right. He was. Ne- he was never deployed like like ninety percent of the snaps or anything. He was out there occasionally. Gimmicky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a good enough athlete to make it work, but. Uh, he was. I don't think he was ever like a top line receiver by any stretch of imagination. But there's nobody. Nah. There was nobody after him though that played both sides of the ball. I thought there was recently somebody that had talked about doing it. I can't remember who or how recently. It's in the past five years, maybe. Um, 
I don't think Rick, it is confirmed. By the way, Miami Gardens is the name. <laughs> Richard Sherman. He didn't want to do it. Nobody like that. No, I guess not. That's Sherman. No, no, he didn't. Uh, I'm trying to think two-way NFL players. That's tough to do. I mean, yeah. Well, Dion did. I mean, Dion's kind of. You probably never see what Dion did again. You're not going to see somebody play baseball and football. No, uh, like Dion did. He was a decent fo- baseball player. He wasn't great, but he was a decent baseball player. Um, for some pretty good teams. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And he was what? Uh, he gave up. He gave up baseball in. It was before the Braves won the World Series in '95, right? He was. I don't think he was on that team. He played in playoff games with the Braves in the early '90s. Yes, he did. McCarver, obviously infamous, the water dump. <laughs> yeah, that was like '92. What did he maybe? say? What, what was the whole thing like? He just he told Dion he had no class, and then Dion dumped water on him, or Dion dumped water on him. Then he told him he had no class. One of those things. No, no, no. It, McCarver got on him, I believe, for putting football ahead of baseball or something, or for trying to trying to do a juggling act sort of thing. Didn't he show up, like, right before first pitch at a big playoff game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah, I think yeah, McCarver to, criticized him. Get to take, like, a flight or something. Right. You think you played – I think you played in a football game and then flew to a baseball game. I don't think it was – Yeah, Sunday, it was like a Sunday but... afternoon game, and then he flew. Oh, it was the same day. It was day. probably – I think it might have been the same day, yeah. Incredible. Which maybe, is, maybe. Which is thinking about it now, and, like, I don't want to throw the – you know – that around but it's that it seems like a racist thing to do like this why are you not this is this seems like impossible to do like how fucking cool is it that you're doing that like why are we knocking this guy for hustling around playing two sports like that is fucking incredible that you grow up and he how old is Dion? like 23 24 years old like if you could oh, yeah. if you could do it that's the time you can do it i mean i think oh. like, I, like i used to play like three basketball games three basketball games on a saturday when i was you know, in like my teenage years, I do, I would do, uh, you know, double headers. I play double headers in the morning and then play at an afternoon game in baseball. Like it was like, you know, eight o'clock, 10 o'clock, and then play, play again at three o'clock in baseball. Like if you're going to do it, I know the professional is a lot different, but how fucking cool is that? That he can, that he could pull that shit off. Right, like race, it's definitely racist undertones. People knocking this guy for not fucking prioritizing playoff baseball. Yeah, and then if I had a guess, I if I had a guess, I'd say it was ninety-two because they won. Right. A, they won a big series. They didn't go to the series in ninety-three. So I would say ninety-two. The Sid Bream game. There's no way it was the Sid Bream game. Ninety-one or ninety-two. And what happened was, was I'm going to say it was on that Sid Bream team. I don't know. So you think maybe ninety-one? Sure. Oh, because he was on he was on the Giants. Uh, he was on the Yankees. The Giants. Uh, he was on the Yankees, right? But that was uh actually another Florida story I'll give you. I actually saw Dion play in a spring training game <laughs> for the for the Braves down in God man, I was really young. It's it's, it's a very small, like vague memory in my head. But the one thing I remember, because I think we may have had one of those disposable cameras, and I remember taking a picture of Dion because he was leading off for the Braves. In a, we were down there in, like, February or March. We must have been in – I don't wherever the Braves play, because I'm pretty sure it was the Braves. I don't even think of the Yankees were playing. It might have been Braves and someone else and seeing Dion playing. That's the one thing I remember. Um, 
But uh, no, so, so the thing that happened with McCarver was it was it was a post-game celebration, you know, champagne celebration. McCarver's in there interviewing people, and Dion kept dumping water on him, like twice maybe. Because McCarver had talked shit about him. Had criticized yeah. him, yeah, earlier in the series. And um, I believe McCarver's line was, you're, you're a real man, Dion. Oh, right. You're a real man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds right, man. Uh, it sounds exactly right. Let's see. That's funny. You're a real man, Dion. CB, it was CBS. McCarver was with at the time. Uh, ninety. It was ninety two. Okay. All right. McCarver criticized. was Sid Bream was ninety one. No, I think Sid Bream was 92. It might have oh, been shit. after the Sid Bream game. Oh, wow. Okay. It could have been. Uh, yeah, because yeah, they won. That was the only series they won that year, so it must have been the LCS. So it started in October 92. You know, it was a two-sport star, blah, blah, blah. And McCarver criticized him. Oh, he got, he got there by helicopter. Was that what it was? Oh. <laughs> It's badass, man. How can he leave in the playoffs and go play in a football game? That was McCar- That was the line McCarver had. Because he could. That's why. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Was he? Uh, he was starting for the Braves too, left field. Uh, he was probably more of a platoon guy, but yeah, he was definitely. I must say, oh, maybe he wasn't. I mean, he was a starter. I don't know if he was a full-time starter or platoon guy. Yeah, I feel like because he was a le- he was a little lefty, right? He was dangerous, man. He got got on base. He, that could be a triple right there. You, you walk him, he could he could be on third base before he sneezed, you know? Yep. Two just broke the rest of his four fingers on his left hand. Well, that's uh, who needs him? The fingers start throwing righty. Yeah. <laughs> Adapt. Was um, I mean, like Bo is considered. One of the greatest athletes of all time, but really, Dion was probably more successful as a two-way athlete, right? Um, he's probably a better baseball player than Bo, if we're being honest. Yeah, Bo was probably uh, yeah, Dion's better. Bo was ex- Bo was an exciting baseball player, but I don't think he was anywhere near as good as as Dion was. No, Bo was better. Yeah, Bo was a better football player than baseball player. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, leaps and bounds. Although Bo was an all-star, but uh, he was—he well. made it one year, yeah. Center, but, uh, center fielder too. But he was a much better running back than I. What an incredible duo that was! Just having Bo and Marcus Allen in the same backfield—just incredible. To have those two guys. That makes no sense. Yeah. No, nah, it's sick. It's sick. But then we yeah, see the f- quarterback situation. You know why they never won shit? Well, Marcus did, but before Bo. Marcus, oh yeah, in the early '80s. Yeah, yeah. By the time Bo got there, I don't think the Raiders were. Who was their quarterback? Jay Schroeder. Yeah, I don't know if they had any others, but yeah, Jay was the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't find any uh, any other good two way players. <laughs> Drew Henson. Oh yeah, Drew Henson. That's right. Yeah, that guy. Third baseman of the future. <laughs> blame, blame him for A-Rod, too. He, he, he served. It's a little yeah. bit of uh, the blame. Yep, yep. 
Not just Boone. Mm-mm. <laughs> Drew Henson. Who and who's job by the Cowboys? Who's job by the Yankees and the Cowboys? Or the wrong football team? No, it was uh it was the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure it was the Cowboys. Sheesh. He's uh, he actually did play he actually did play a few games for the Yankees. Very maybe under twenty, I would say. How many at bats do you think Drew Henson had? Oh yes. man. 38. <laughs> it was not a lot. Drew Henson. Well, let's give it a second here. All right. <laughs> the internet wants Drew nothing. Henson, not to be confused with Chad Hutchinson. Also a cowboy great. Or Jim Henson. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Uh, okay. 38 at bats, you think? Ah, man, because I, I don't know. Maybe be less because he, I, don't, I don't remember him starting many games. Uh, no, he played in eight games for the Yankees between, 20, uh, between 2002 and 2003. Uh, and it's way under. Yeah, he had uh, one hit and nine at bats. <laughs> I knew I went over. I was way too much respect for Drew Henson. Scored three, scored three runs, though, in nine at bats. Pretty good, Drew. Two thousand and what? Four? Two and three. Two and three. Oh, I make it before you're out, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the memories, Drew. Yeah. Can't trust. Yeah. I can't trust a Drew. No, there's never been a a big time Drew. Drew Brees, I guess, is as far as we get. But that was uh, noodle was, arm, though. Noodle arm. Yeah, that was God's. Uh, never met a Drew with a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess we haven't. <laughs> Speaking of noodle arms, Cam Cam Noodle Arm Newton going back to uh, Carolina. It just says you can't go home. Well, I mean, I guess not. Not not said in Carolina. It's not a known, not a known uh, saying in Carolina. They're just trying to sell tickets. What's the plan here? They they don't believe in PJ Walker. I think it's just uh, desperation, and I mean, he Cam did play last year. He was not very good. No. Which people people still think that Cam Cam can play, which just boggles my mind that people believe in him as a quarterback. Like he like he was, you know, he was legit five years, six years ago, whatever it was. MVP, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, he fell off after the Super Bowl. He's shot. And, He's completely shot. Yeah, and last year I don't know. He had did he have a pass over twelve yards last year? Like it's it, it's ridiculous to think he could come and be like a force in any kind of way. There's a reason he didn't go. That uh, he didn't get signed after the Patriots dropped him. It's not because he'd be a distraction. So he's not very good anymore. That's the only reason why. Well, and I think part of it is the distraction thing. Why do you want a high-profile guy like that being a backup? Yeah, it's who true. Can cause kind of, you know, he's going to cause uh, not by his not his fault, but he's going to cause a lot of you know discussion within the media. Well, kind of his fault. He can't dress like that anymore. He can't, only starters can dress like that. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, oh, fuck, was I going to say? But yeah, I guess you're right, though. If he was like a serviceable. Backup and uh, didn't have that kind of 
aura about him. He might be uh, with, with that skill set. He might be okay. The service will back. Service will back up. I went all I went all the way around what I was saying to say that, and it might not. You still have a confused look on your face. It, so what I'm trying to say. No, I was just, I was waiting for the referee's call. I got it. Third down. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna say that Cam. I don't I don't know. He he. I don't love Cam, but he doesn't strike me as a guy who would be a good backup, like a veteran, back, like a Mark Brunel, who's going to kind of coach uh, Holland, the rookie. That's right, no, I'm right. right I'm, say, I'm saying just his, <laughs> skill, just his skill set in the field. Like, if, if he had – if those skills were, you know, what they are, and he wasn't yeah. Cam Newton, would he have gotten a backup job? He might have. I'm gonna say he might have. He was again. He wasn't that good last year. Like I don't know. Like terrible. He was terrible. You don't like. You still need a decent backup. A guy who can come in and sling it a little bit. Do you think that the biggest grievance he has is the fact that Joe Flacco not only has a job but was just traded for? <laughs> Which may say more about Joe Douglas than anything. I mean, Flacco's gonna go in. He's gonna fucking hold the clipboard. He's gonna just collect the paycheck and hope he doesn't go in. You know. They traded a sixth rounder for him, though. It's, I don't oh, think yeah. enough people t- are talking about how stupid that was. That's a Joe Douglas. It's more of a Joe Douglas thing than anything. I don't think. I mean, Cam. Cam Joe Cam. Douglas gets a free pass in New York, man. I don't even listen to the fan that much anymore, but he <laughs> seems to get a free pass because the state of the fan. If you want to go down that road, fucking terrible. Yeah, sh- summer's last day on Monday. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, summer's last day on Monday. Uh, I was just thinking this morning, funny you brought up WFAN like that. Like, mm-hmm. why don't they just, just, just put Carton back with Boomer and put Gio with Evan? Like, can we, can we stop with this Evan and Carton bullshit? Because they suck together. Please. And it's a joke. Evan can't keep up with Carton. He doesn't even know what he's doing half the time. And uh, he just wants to talk sports. So let him and Gio talk sports. Gio could be a little bit of a, a comedy guy. But he can talk sports. And, yeah, Carton's a morning guy. He's not afternoon drives. No, Carton's Oh, my guy. God. Flea flicker. Flea flicker screen pass. For a first down. That's how they the drove Dolphins, it up. The Dolphins came to play tonight, man. Unfucking believable. <laughs> well, half of that one unit came to play. The last time, the, yeah, it's true. The last time the Ravens were in Miami, they put a 50 on them, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Ravens have owned us like no other team in the sport. <laughs> I would have bet my life on the Ravens laying two touchdowns tonight. Oh yeah, They're, they kill us. I'm glad I was. Uh, gonna bet, I was gonna bet this game. I took the game in the pool with your brother, and uh, I was thinking about betting it because I'm like, there's no way they're gonna fucking <laughs> go down. No way they're be losing six three in the third quarter. Uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. Every million years. Uh, we're screen oh, yeah, passing man. them to death. We're screen yeah. passing them to death. Michael Michael K uh, just beat him in the ratings. <sighs> Which is a oh, is that? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, can't um, lose to Michael K. But yeah, there's just no. Uh, I don't. I don't even know who's doing this. Maggie Gray and the uh, Malusis are the, the middays. I don't know who's the voice in New York. There is there anybody who's in New York voice at all? Like, he, like I know Evan kind of considers himself that, but I mean, uh, I put. I mean, like on. the way Francesa and Dog were. Francesa and Dog and the sweater. I guess Lakata maybe overnights. Yeah, but not is on the same. No, I know. Like Beningo, Beningo could have been. By the way, Beningo has a podcast. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show. Oh yeah, no, it's hysterical. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
must listen when the Jets lose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that – I don't know who the guy – I mean, it is – it's Cartman. That's the guy, but he's not in my mind. Yeah, this is like – this has to be like fucking purgatory for him. He just – just, he's just like – He's sitting in the wings, just waiting to be like used properly. It's it's embarrassing, it really is. He belongs in the morning. He's not afternoon drive. He's a he's a dis, disgraced afternoon drive. He doesn't belong with Evan at all. It's not a good team. I mean, whatever you, you had to like ease him back. You had to get him in someplace, right? After he came back, you had to get him in someplace. But uh, it's it's time. It's time now. It's time. You got to do something. And they keep – and the new owners, they keep, like, getting rid of or, like, asking all these uh, all these old fan guys to leave, you know? Even, like, Chernoff yeah. is gone. Obviously, uh, Frances is gone. Um, Beningo. Like, they, all these guys have left. And now there's no – there's barely a connection to the old days. And you have to have some sort of feel – for that station, for it to be that station, and it doesn't—it's losing it. I know. Dog it. would be great, even if he was just solo afternoon drive, but probably making a lot more money. It's serious. I'm sure he loves serious. He loves it. Yeah. He—I think if you gave him truth serum, he'd say he misses. I mean, he doesn't miss—you know—probably like a third of the pay at the fan, but I'm sure he, he misses the New York. I don't. I mean, it'd be all, listen. He's got an awesome job. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but when you have a national show, national show is kind of you're sitting there. You got to break down like college football in September. Like, ugh, like, you're not doing that on the fan. It's Yankees, Mets, Jets, Giants. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you know, you, obviously, the football is king. You're gonna focus on the NFL, but a national show is kind of. It's kind of tricky. Yeah, you're sitting there Jim, doing a segment on the Arizona Cardinals. You're Jim Rome, you know. They don't want to be like that kind of guy. No, that's and I, I always thought it was a weird spot for dog, but one of them had to go. You know, that was it. And Mike's not. Mike's Mike not would going. never do a national show. <laughs> nah. No Mike way. Was, Mike was made for New York shows. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was dog was the one who had to go. Oh man, and like now is the time where Frances would be perfect. Like gambling's legal everywhere except you know except New York. <laughs> but it's not, it's not legal in New York yet? I don't think so. I think it's just Connecticut and Jersey now. I can't keep track of these stupid laws. Like, is, did Connecticut pass pot? It did, right? Yeah, but it's not actually happening yet. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, 10 years from now, it finally will. That's how, that's how it works. I remember Maine yeah. in, uh, in 2016, going back to that election, they passed pot, okay, yeah. legalized pot, and it, yeah. I was up there in September of 2020 and they still hadn't opened anything yet. Fucking red tape, man. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, how, like, I feel like when you think about prohibition, prohibition uh, ended like December 7th or 8th back in yeah. 1933, I think it was. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the images were just of people getting shit faced like the, that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the booze was, I mean, I guess, you know, it's a little different booze, but I mean, now it's like, oh, we legalized it, and it's like, oh yeah, but we got to wait, and it's like all oh, zoning shit, and now like, what towns want it in Connecticut, and what towns don't want and, it? And you know, banks think it's dirty money, so banks don't want to deal yeah. with you. It's, it's oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. 
Yeah. Well, what good is what good are the laws if uh, other laws are going to fuck you up on the way to the promised land? Yeah. Because banks have such a good reputation over the years. Did I have that date right? The end of prohibition? Yeah, banks. De- December, what did you say? December Dece- 8th? I'm going to say December 8th, 33. It's definitely 33. Okay. It's 1920 to 33. December 5th, 1933. And what's the first day? 1920, right? Or ni- 19. Wait a second. Hang on a second. The, oh, the first day of prohibition? It was 1920, I think. January 16th, 1919. 1919. Yeah, December 5th. All right, it's so 12-5. That's a big show. <laughs> big I always, yeah, right? I always knew it was somewhere near Pearl Harbor. I remember um, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, 14 years. That's fucking ridiculous. I mean, everyone was drinking, though, back then. Yeah, I just read a book about uh, Arnold Rothstein. Yeah, and you know he was you know big in the twenties, and at least four people in the series of that book died because of uh, like some kind of liver disease caused by drinking. And I was all in the twenties. I'm like, you got to blame you got to blame the government on that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's because they 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 had all this shitty booze. That's fucking blood is on your hands. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, but that's like that's slim pickings compared to what actual blood is on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of alcoholics that they could deal with that. I want, like, how, how well, how, how was it enforced exactly? Like, if someone's, if you're out in the open doing it, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you're walking down Main Street with a beer. All right. You're getting, but if you do that nowadays, you have a chance of, you know, getting in trouble. Yeah. Like, how was it, how was it enforced? I guess, I guess it was more with like businesses. Like, if you walked in a place, like speakeasies, for example, they'd get raided. Yeah, you know what I mean. If well, the right also, cops weren't getting an envelope, that's yeah, that's what it was. If you get an envelope, then they turn the other way. But uh, Co- cops are probably the biggest clientele in those places. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that was um, I forget like the exact like who worked for who, but there was a whole story about how you know some enforcer went to went to a speakeasy type place, and it was like I help you out. You know, I know people. People like me. And like, no, yeah. we're good. And the guy got raided that night. And then they went back to him like a couple of days later. They paid him what he wanted and the cops never bothered him again. Yep. So it's just a matter of you, you had that middleman and, and you had to pay him and you, you kept, keep your business going. Like unless, you know, something kind of happened and went sour and he got fucked up. But Tony Brasco, when they, don't, when they don't pay off the right cops. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Casino night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you have a license for the lion? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure something like that happened, like Boardwalk Empire, where uh, you know, like a like a speakeasy that was that was paying out, like had to get raided because there was some other uh, beef, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. I just wonder because I mean it's similar to weed, I guess, because never really stopped anybody. Weed, weed has always been pretty easy to get, and I assume booze back then. If you wanted a drink, you'd find a way, right? Yeah, I mean, I would hope. Yeah, I would. I was. I could you'd liken it to being underage. If you wanted a drink, you found a way. Yeah, if you're an adult with resources, 
you're going to find a way. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> yep. Yep. Well, I got bad news for you because uh, I might say I've been struggling with the picks and I promised myself that this week I was going to like lock in during the week and do a little research and not just go off of um, my instincts, which have mm. been slacking recently. My gut feeling has been slacking for a few weeks. Uh, and of course, I didn't even look at the games until about 10 minutes, 10 minutes before we signed on. So let myself down, let everybody down. Well, you don't know that yet. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Uh, let's see. What, how do we end up last week? I didn't even fucking tie it up. See how far behind I am. I, uh, I know I was two and one. You were two and one. So you had Denver, Cleveland, San Fran. Yes. Which, which uh, Cleveland won. Denver won, and then so, uh, so San Fran embarrassed themselves. Yeah, two and one. Uh, I think I was one and two. Buffalo lost. Baltimore lost. Tennessee won. Right? Baltimore lost. Right? Who? Uh, Baltimore? No, Baltimore. Oh, they didn't cover. Yeah, they 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 beat Vikings. Didn't cover. Right. Was, yeah. All right. So you were two and one. I was one and two last week, and that was week nine. Two and one. You're on. You're on a little bit of a roll here, and that's one, two. Oh, never mind. Two winning weeks in a row. <laughs> three. I think it's three. I have you one and two in week six. Yeah, this is week ten. That yeah, we didn't pick for week ten yet. Right, but week six was three weeks ago. Seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah, sorry. I was counting this week as I was, I was counting last week as a rank down as this week. Yes, you've had yeah. three winning weeks in a row. Mine was okay. Well, that's a fucking amazing job by you. Uh, <laughs> fucking adding up, adding up the fucking tallies incorrectly. All right, so that brings you to a total of twelve, thirteen, and one, and I go to thirteen <laughs> and fourteen. So you, wow. yeah, you got hot recently. I've gotten cold recently. Here we are. Is that guy? Is that guy? Was that guy eligible? Receiver? Stuck in the middle with you. Flag just got thrown. I mean, he's an NL. He's not even an eligible receiver. Robert Hunt trying to do trick plays with guys who aren't even. That's a touchdown if he's eligible. Yeah, that is. That's an amazing stretch, but I don't. That is. I don't think. I don't think you could throw it to that guy. That's a poster. Oh man, freeze frame that. That's a poster. If it, if you got to, you got to get that poster and then find Robert Hunt and have him sign it. That Put that on your car. That is, I mean, if uh, it's bullshit, I mean, if they actually called the play for a guy that wasn't eligible, it's bullshit. But uh, there's no way he was playing right guard. There's no oh, way he was yeah. eligible. I mean, he just, I mean, maybe he made the play. Now they got to call his number at some point. Soft right, that was like his audition. Yeah. yeah, that was it. He's like, look, got to figure it out. And I think now that they call that – if they call that a touchdown on the field, but call it back, I think you get another crack at third down now. Why was that? If it's third down on that play, why would they get another crack? And the play was to an... – Because you're – it's – uh, because you don't lose. It's not a loss of down. It's like holding. 
Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna go first. Yeah, lead us off, man. As I I hate the board this week. Too many big numbers this week. Cautiously optimistic. It's probably a bad sign because I haven't liked the board in weeks and I've been doing well. So this is probably probably coming back to earth here. All right. I have four games written down, so I have to obviously pick three. Uh, the first game I'm going with is Seattle getting three and a half at Lambeau. Mm. Um, a couple quarterbacks so, returning from exile. Well, that's the thing. Is Rodgers coming back this week? Probably. You think so? He's not allowed back in the facility until Saturday, I believe. They're not letting Jordan Love play another game. I'm just, I'm just not so sure. So I might be, I might not be getting this number at the best value. You know, once Rodgers is announced a starter, it'll probably go up, uh, you know, four and a half, five and a half. Who knows? Yeah. But if Jordan Love does play, I am getting this at a value. That's and I true. also, I, I'm also going on a little bit of logic that I used last week when I picked against the Cowboys, which was they were due not to cover a game. Packers have covered eight in a row. They've covered eight in a row since that debacle week one against the Saints in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, do not to cover a game. That's one. And uh, I don't know, Russ coming back, Seahawks are desperate. They're actually in the wild card mix because nobody in the NFC is really good outside the top five. Mm-hmm. So, I think Seahawks cover this game. I think Seahawks win. I'm taking Seattle plus three and a half. Pick number one. There you go. All right. Well, shit. Well, my, you know, I like what Miami's been doing the past couple of weeks. Their defense has been on fire for a few quarters. So I think <laughs> I like them against Baltimore at home. I take them. No, it's the rules, huh? You could still lose that. You absolutely <laughs> could still lose that. I got it at eight and a half, though. Uh, well, it's going to be tough not to cover eight and a half then. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I just – Jesus. Well, all right. Well, you know what? I think – I'm going to go I'm going to, I go with a, a quick favor on the road. Weird team to pick, but uh, there's a couple weird teams I was, I was thinking about just looking at it here. And uh, if the one weird team I go with is this team, I'll, I'll lock it in because we've talked about this before. I think I picked it before and it kind of backfired, but now is the time. Denver's had good success this year against the, uh, the East, I think, the NFC East. Uh, they're two and a half point favorites at home. Philly's going up there. You know, maybe that's the kind of team that they that they kind of take care, care of business with, uh, kind of up and down Philly team. Denver's got a decent defense. Philly's prone to making some turnovers. Uh, give me Denver minus two and a half against Philly. All right. Um, let's see. Pick number two. This is going to be just my uh, – gut pick. I'm not even worrying about live line movement. I'm not going to worry about you know where the public's headed. I'm just going to trust my uh, my brain. I'll trust my eyes. The last 30 years of watching football. I'm just taking the Colts against the Jaguars. I'm laying the big number, 10 and a half. Colts need it. They're 4 and 5. They're on the fringe of the playoff race. There's like 12 teams in the AFC that can make it. They got to have this one. They got to get to 500. 
You know, their next two games after this are actually at Buffalo and home Tampa. Not going to be easy. They have two games left with the Jaguars, and they have a game left with the Texans. You got to win these division games if you're, if you're the Colts. Okay, you got to win the division games. There's, you, you, there's, it's a tough schedule. You got to win the divisional layups. Yep. You know, and go out there and win it convincingly. I might have to retire from betting Carson Wentz if he doesn't cover this number. So that tab's big. Yeah, Jags letdown game for the Jags. That's what I'm thinking. Big emotional win against Buffalo. Uh, just yeah, I'm just, I'm just laying, I'm laying it with the Colts. I'm laying it with the Colts. They can't do it two weeks in a row. I don't think so. I'm hoping, hoping not. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I'm crossing off Minnesota the Chargers because Minnesota I just can't figure out. And I know the week I pick against them, they'll fuck me. We got to pick them, they'll fuck me. So I'm crossing that one off. Okay. Okay. Minnesota's uh, got some COVID issues too. I don't care. Dalvin Cook legal issues. I'm going to go. Yes, Dalvin Cook might be a done for the season. Um, all right, I'm going to go to Monday night. We haven't picked a Monday night game all year, either of us. Uh, is that true? Yeah, because we always have the – I think we always have the tally before Monday night. Oh. So I'm going to Monday night. The Rams are four-point favorites on the road against San Francisco. San Francisco coming off an embarrassing loss uh, this past weekend. Um, it's a division game. I'm going with the home team getting the points. San Fran's the home dog. I don't know, man. They're a weird team. I don't trust them worth a shit. Uh, Rams are a superior team, but I just feel like uh, just like uh, just like we have here on Thursday Night Football, primetime game in front of the full front of the whole country to see. I think San Francisco gives them a game, tight one. Uh, give me San Francisco plus four. Yeah, I like the Niners. I retired from taking them. Though. I'm done taking them on the show. I'll take them for you. Retired. That's that's Kyle Shanahan also owns McVeigh. I think. Perfect. Well, there we go. I think that's a, I think that's a thing. I don't have a staff, but I think I think he has success. Everybody owns everybody in that division. Niners own the Rams. Rams own the Seahawks. Seahawks own the Cardinals. It's a big circle. Yeah, it's a weird, fucking circle jerk. Okay. I need one more game. I have two big dogs written down that I kind of like. I am going to go. I'm going to do it. Taking Mike White. Oh, baby. I'm taking the Jets. I'm, I'm going to think there, there may be a little bit of something into this with the Bills. There, there may be a little. Uh, I don't know. I can't put my finger on what it is. It's definitely the offense, not the defense. It's definitely the offense. That's, right. uh, the Bills' defense has been good. They, they played well against Miami and Jacksonville, which, I mean, if you're not going to play well against those teams, forget about it. Right. Um, but so if the Bills' offense struggles again, maybe Mike White can do a little something against the Bills' defense, and, you know, they're not going to have the soft landing spot of playing a shitty team. I mean, the Jets are still a shitty team, but maybe Mike White gives you a performance. Also – you know, we see every, all these teams, man. It's week to week. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The Ra the Ravens with big overtime win. Now look at how they're playing. You know, the Dolphins looked like shit forever. Now all of a sudden the defense looks good. The Jets just might zig and zag on you. They had the big win against the Bengals. 
They come out on Thursday night football, and, I mean, the defense couldn't have played worse. I just have a feeling the defense is going to play a big game, and it's going to be close. Bills probably win, but I don't know. The Bills, uh, I don't know. Bills need a kick in the ass. They should go out there and win this game, but um, fuck, I'm taking – that's a big number. I'm taking the Jets in the divisional game. I like I like going Mike White there. Uh, guys, guy seems like a gamer, even though he couldn't play the other day with a sprained wrist or something. But uh, you know, I think we're all kind of rooting for the guy. I think it'd be hysterical <laughs> if Mike White ended up being the guy uh, for the New York Jets after all they've gone through with their quarterbacks. I mean, I don't think he's going to be fucking, you know, Joe Montana. But yeah, let's start. Be, let's start with being the guy on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's got to start someplace. <laughs> all right well hey i picked well, one I'll tell time you who my, i'll tell you who my other well go ahead let's see if you pick this team i don't think you will yeah i'm gonna go uh yeah i'm gonna go with uh the other primetime game sunday night football Whoa. kansas city's going to vegas kansas city is a two and a half point favorite and i'm hey man you know where i stand in kansas city I'm I'm off the train. I don't want anything to do with Kansas City or their barbecue or their football team. Uh, Vegas, that's the American dream, baby. We're going with the Vegas Raiders. They uh, they've had a rough season, man. But maybe maybe David Carr is the the guy to have leading that team through these trials and tribulations. Derek. Derek Carr. Well, David Carr is his spiritual guide, his brother. So Derek Carr is the guy on the field. I only say that because David was so bad that I David can't was, let you get away with that. The original Texan, yeah. It's it's, it's very insulting to Derek. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he's, he's, he has to wake up every day and be related. Speaking of guys who played behind battle lines, David Carr. <laughs> yeah. yeah, does he, does he, was, he need help walking these days? He, he was a pinata. He was a pinata. He took a beating. That being said, I'm going with the Vegas – the Las Vegas Raiders getting two and a half at home against the the depleted Kansas City Chiefs who couldn't even nail down Odell Beckham to come play with them. Not that that, that they need another fucking offensive weapon. Oh, yeah. He's going to be with his boyfriend, LeBron, right? Is that why he's going to L.A.? Oh, is it? I don't know. LeBron was speaking out this week uh, for Odell. Fun. That's I mean, yeah. they're a great – yeah, they deserve each other. I just – I can't – like, I just, all this Odell shit, all these guys – I mean, the guy – was he – yeah, was he good? I mean, I haven't seen him in fucking three years. I have no idea. It's been a while for Odell. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, Are the Rams like a uh, super team now? Are people going to root against them? Are they a super team? I mean uh, – them in the Bucks. You yeah, Rams play the Bucks. You root for the Rams in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Stafford have a little success. You know what I mean? Just, I kind of like that storyline. Or just years. I was indifferent on the Rams, but I I really hate Odell a lot. Yeah, I don't like Odell, but I can't root for Brady. <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, I'd root for the Rams in that game. <laughs> I've seen Brady. I've seen Brady win enough. 
I got, I got to, yeah, I got to be in the uh, moment. I got to be in the situation when it happens, but I think I would root for the Rams. How involved in the offense is Odell going to be? I mean, not this week, but like in the weeks to come. Like, I don't even think he'll Cup. play this week. They, they have a bye after this. So I think he'll probably come back after that. But I mean, like, Cup is like the man over there. And Odell, for as good as he's, as good as he could be, I mean, it was all speculation at this point. I mean, joining a team, you know, week, 11 or 12 in the season. Yeah. Uh, how, I, much, how much can you expect to contribute? And I, Stafford, I have no idea. Stafford's not like Brady, where Brady got Antonio Brown that year with the Patriots, like week three or something, and they just like fed mm-hmm. him and fed him and fed him. Like, it's yeah. not like that. And with, plus, he doesn't really need him. I mean, their offense is fine without him. So he's just like, he's a piece. He's not, uh, he's not the guy there. Really don't know what to expect. I don't think he's going to be great there, but. I really don't know. He'll be on his best behavior probably at first, like he is, but then it won't be his last stop. I'll quote Francesa when he went to the Browns. It won't be his last stop. Well, (laughs) He'll wear out his welcome there. It's only a one-year deal, I think, so he could could go somewhere else next year. Yeah, but, you know, like you said about LeBron, he might just want to be in L.A. Go play for the Chargers next year. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, yeah. (laughs) No, I I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't stand Odell. I don't like him. I, he's, he, I would almost blackball him from the league. Like, I don't, I don't see a situation. I don't, well, no, I'm saying like if I was any of the 32 general managers, I just wouldn't want him. It's not like, well, I guess it is personal technically, (laughs) but, but I just, I don't see any use. If you're a bad team, like my team is, I have no use for you. Right. If you're a really good team where things are humming, I don't want to bring you in. So I, I really don't. Obviously, a guy like that's always going to get a job when you have that much talent. Yeah. I just personally wouldn't want this guy anywhere near my team, whether I'm a good team or bad team. Uh, I agree. I mean, not worth it. No, not in the least bit worth it. He's. Uh, it would have been. Per- I, I was almost rooting for him to go to Green Bay because that would have made for a great fill-in combo. Him and Rodgers and Beckham would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a perfect heel combo, man. Easy to root against. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good story if he was there. I, kind of, I thought this was where he was going. Uh, the Rams kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, nowhere for me. Not like I'm some insider, but, like, the Rams kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't, didn't see them. It bothered me, like, oh, Odell's going to make his decision. He's narrowed it down to five teams. Oh, like, yeah, Motherfucker, was, man. God damn. You are not good enough to be – sitting there with suitors and shit like all right there's some teams interested in you man but stop and also your wide receiver wide receivers i mean the more attention you give them the more they want it's a drug for them yes yeah you can't have that and now i got a root for the browns now i'm not even a huge baker mayfield fan but now i got a root for the browns going forward how can you not like baker man the guy's like an undersized like under talented I know he, he's, you know, I know he does those commercials and shit, but I mean, he does, nobody expects anything from him, you know? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not a huge Baker guy. I, I don't hate him. I'm just not, I'm not a big Baker guy. I don't know. I, I, I like I, Nick I, Chubb. Is it okay to like Nick Chubb? Yeah, I, why can't you? Who says you can't like Nick Chubb? Just asking. I like Nick Chubb. I, that's what, that's how. Cream Hunt problematic, but Nick Chubb's okay. Well, not a huge no. We, I don't endorse Cream Hunt on the show. Nick Chubb, oh, yes. <laughs> on the, on the show. Do you endorse <laughs> Kareem Hunt outside the show? But behind closed doors, <laughs> I give Kareem Hunt two thumbs up. No, I, I like I like Chubb. 
Two thumbs up. All right. Austin Hooper, too. <laughs> nah, Austin Hooper stinks. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even couldn't even respond. You, just, you had to backtrack on it. Oh, my other team I had was Carolina. I was thinking about getting 10 and a half because Colt might be Colt McCoy again. Maybe no Hopkins, Panthers defense, PJ Walker spark in his first ever start. And I decided on the Jets instead. McCaffrey's playing. Yeah, I don't know. Arizona's another one of those teams that you pick them the wrong way, they're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck you. You're always gonna pick them the wrong way. Well, yeah, way. I know. Last week I what exactly what happened. Yeah, can't go back. Can't go back to back on that. Uh let's see. So Rogers will be coming back for Sunday, it looks like. It's announced. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to go through like what kind of stories we have. We already touched on that. The Bodell thing we touched on. Uh, there's not, that's pretty much it. Last week was kind of a hectic week in football, but uh, this week all those stories kind of wrapped up and we have our answers. So, I mean, let me just say this about Rodgers, though. The apology tour, as soon as the sponsors started pulling them, you know, started distancing themselves from him, he, he got right in line. Yo, I may I may have misled people. Is that what he came out and said? Yeah, he got, but yeah, it's a, it was a weak apology. But I'm not even here to critique like that bullshit. But uh, just uh, I mean, as soon as we know who you work for, man, you're still a corporate stooge. All right, you're just like us. You know what I mean? You fucking yeah. straighten up as soon as you as soon as your pocketbook is uh is impacted, you straighten right up. That's it. That's it. But the apology tour, just like, you know, whatever, man. I, I, just, I bet, you know, if he, if he had let it in two weeks, it would have been over. Nobody would have been talking about it. You know what I mean? If he just let it kind of die, nobody yeah. would have been talking about it in a couple of weeks. Nobody would fucking ever mention it again. Or but, if he had know. just followed protocol from the start and was up front, oh, yeah, he wouldn't have lost any sponsors. Well, did he ever lie to the Packers directly? Or did he just kind of mislead the media? As that, I know he misled the media. I don't know about the whole Packers thing. I'm assuming the Packers knew, right? They got to have all that shit on record. Because he's not getting suspended. And I know he's Aaron Rodgers, so he's probably going to suspend it anyway. But if it was egregious, he'd have, they'd have to suspend him. To kind of whether, it's a league, whether it was a league kind of forcing their hand or I'm not sure the Packers have the stomach to do it. But if the league forced their hand for suspension, I mean, they, they might have to come down on them. But I don't think what they do you, actually lied to the league. What, what pissed me off is like just that he just talks to everybody like he thinks he's smarter than they are. I hate that shit. Yeah. Like he people got fined, what, 14000 14, he got fined? Is that it? Yeah, and, and CeeDee Lamb got fined 20000 for having his shirt untucked on Sunday. <laughs> it seems unfair. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. It seems like a broken system. But the same people who are like, who does Dr. Fauci think he is? Tell me what to do. Or like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has some great points. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't have to listen to any of these people. Like, you don't have to fucking comment. You just make your own fucking decisions. Move on with your life. What do you care? Fucking Dr. Fauci, Dr. Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Bieber. Who gives a fuck? Just fucking, I don't know, I pulled the Biebs in for no reason. He had nothing to do with this. Yeah, he's in Be- Canada. I'll, I'll- Minding his own business. I know, sorry. Justin, I know you're a big listener. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just like, it is, you know, it's just used to hypocrisy, these people. Uh, I'm, uh, from all angles, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, oh, yeah, Joe, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's an American hero. What are you talking about? 
No, no, he's not a hero at all. He's not smarter than you. Like, don't talk to me. Don't don't talk down to me, Aaron. Like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, go, out there, go bury yourself in your research. Your five hundred pages, <laughs> idiot. Is he really allergic to? Because uh, that's like the thing. I think that's like his out. Like, oh, I'm allergic to some of the ingredients in it. Like, oh, you are, are you? Who told you that? Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't even. I heard him say that. I, I have no. I'm not. See, I'm not smart enough to even know what the things are that he mentioned that he's allergic to. And I didn't. I don't care. I didn't look into it. He probably made them up anyway. Plus, if you're allergic to shit, you're kind of a pussy. So fuck you, Aaron. I'm allergic. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. I couldn't eat peanuts in my uh, in a peanut butter sandwich. I'm allergic. Fuck you. Oh man, <laughs> I went. I went for an allergy test one time. I was like allergic to cats and dogs. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Pollen. Yeah, and you have dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just build up an immunity. You get the vaccine enough times, Aaron, you'll be fine. <laughs> Keep getting that booster, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Louis C.K. does a fucking great joke about that. About people allergic to shit. It's like, I know we're supposed to be open-minded about people who are allergic to, say, nuts, but maybe if all it takes is a cashew to kill you, you deserve to die. <laughs> pre-cancellation Louis C.K. I think he closed one of his specials with that bit. <laughs> uh, he's still pretty funny, see, Louis. He's oh, he's got a new special coming out. I, I, I think it's dropping early next year. Good. He filmed it at um, I think he filmed it at the Hulu Theater at MSG, maybe? Really? Yeah. Did, right. Like over the summer, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. MSG, Dave Matthews at MSG tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Some yeah. big early season college matchups this uh, this weekend. UCLA Nova Friday night, 11:30 in UCLA. Go. Yep. Two versus four, and then Saturday night, 10:30 for Unite Owls, Texas going to Gonzaga, five versus one. All right. Uh, did you watch any? Did you watch any hoops the other night? They opened up there. I did. I, I actually watched Kansas, Michigan State, and I fell asleep during Duke, Kentucky. I actually, uh, I just saw, I saw a little bit of the, the Michigan State game. I saw Izzo get teed up. Yeah, Kansas has Remy Martin now. He used to play for Arizona State. He looks yeah. like Catino Mobley. Yeah, that's yep. a big, uh, big acquisition. Or, uh, he left he too. Is that why? Is he lefty? Uh, he no, he just cut. looks like Catino Mobley. Was cut lefty? Or am I just making that up in my head? Yeah, Catino Mobley was lefty. Yeah. All right. All Remy right. Martin. Yeah, I, didn't, I was not expecting to see him, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, coming All over right. from Arizona State. All right. There you go. College hoops on the horizon. Sunday poor is hitting its stride. And uh, we are off. Have a great fucking weekend. We don't talk to you. We'll talk, and we will talk to you next Monday. Uh, as always, thank you for spending the time, Ant. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend, and uh, we will see you next week.
Well, all right then. Yeah. Well, have you yes. ever been to a dinner party? I never get invited to dinner parties, really. No. I'm not sure to be a middler, though. I'm not a middler. I'm not, I know I'm not a middle. By the way, we'll be talking uh, Kirby Enthusiasm and Succession for the next few minutes. So if you, if you have to catch up, now's the time to shut us up. Um, yeah, I, uh, I can't middle. I like, and plus, I also forget about the conversation part. I like sitting on the end for the arm space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you get if you're in the middle and you're next to like a lefty, you're fucked. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Banging elbows. I think I think I on Thanksgiving back in the day, my great grandmother used to have to sit on the end because she was a lefty. Yeah, I think make, that was a thing. Got to make special uh, arrangements for lefties. All right, Steve Young, Tua. You know, it's not pretty, but you got to make accommodations for him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm not, uh, no, I'm not a middle guy. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't like the middle like, guy, like the way they were describing it is like kind of like the point guard. You're just setting everyone up, right? I, I could probably direct traffic a little bit. I'd rather just like throw in, I'd rather just take some threes from downtown. If they go in, they go in. If not, I hear you. It's back to the middle, middle guy. <laughs> Um, what else do we have? Well, I get, one thing I could I could just say say this about the show is I can't wait till the bad actress is gone. Although she's probably gonna be around for the whole season. I, I don't like her. I hope the end comes soon, and I hope it's devastating. You don't think she adds like a little wrinkle? Yeah, no, she's definitely a wrinkle. I just don't really like her that much. I mean, I want to see how crazy she can get. <laughs> All right. I did like the fact they brought in Ted Danson for a minute. Yeah, that was great. Great to see because I was worried because he wasn't at either dinner party. Yeah. So I was like, was That's Ted true, in this yeah. season? What's he doing? You know, what's going on? Cheryl's going solo. And uh, it was good to see him there come in for the fight scene. Yeah, why is she going solo? Why no Ted? Maybe Ted just able to get out of it. Good for him. Like, I don't want to fuck it. Ah, fucking dinner party. By the way, the show is obviously full of great lines and like great one-liners that you, you think about like maybe using. And I think, I don't know if it's the show or like the times we are in now or just us like getting a little bit older, but hardly like I still use vernacular from Seinfeld and maybe early Kirby enthusiasm days. Yeah. But so very rarely now will something be said in these shows where I'm like, I got to work that into my, my, uh, it's my routine, not my routine, but like my regular everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. There's one in this episode I think I have to, and I, I want to work into my regular everyday conversation. Okay. And it was a Vince Vaughn line when he shows up at the dinner party. So Vince Vaughn plays Marty Funkhauser's cousin? Is his cousin? Uh, his yeah, I think it's his cousin. What's his first name? Fred? Fred, Fred Funkhauser? Is that what it is? No, I don't think that's what it is. Um. But when he shows up to, to uh, the dinner party, uh, Susie's like, he's telling Susie about the mattresses or whatever, and uh, he's like, and she's like, oh, I hear all about it, but I got to go. I got something in the oven. I tell me about it later. Make yourself a drink. I'll talk to you later. And he just goes, all right, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> and he just goes over to the bar and pours himself some, uh, I think it was a Woodford, <laughs> Woodford Reserve. 
Yeah, it was some sort of brown. <laughs> it's a big glass. Yeah. Let's see. What is his name? I can't. I can't find it. Whatever. It's not. I don't think it's Fred though. Oh yeah, it is Freddie. Freddie Funkhauser. Fred, Freddie, same thing. Uh, I I think before we get to the mini bar, because I do have some comments. I do have some thoughts on that. Yeah, sure. Jeff is. I don't know who to compare Jeff to in a sports sense, but he is just the most consistent. He's the constant MVP of the show, man. He is the engine of the show, okay? He had two unbelievable – when they were having – and that cancer discussion was one of the most, like, inappropriate – that was classic curb. Oh, yeah. Sitting around the table. When they're talking about the stage four and they get to – and Larry starts asking, like, what would it take for you to listen to someone less than stage four? Yeah. And like Freddie's like 50 50, 60, 60 40. Yeah. And he gets to Jeff and he's like, You couldn't pay me to take <laughs> advice from a stage three. Incredible, man. I was cracking up when he dropped that line. And the other, the other one was. Shrug uh, episode for Jeff, as always, though. As always, always, man. He just always crushes. And the other one is later on in the episode when Larry slams the door for the second time. I don't know if you caught this one. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this is what he said. And uh, Jeff is still sitting on the couch with the Hulu people. And they turn to Jeff and they're like, Larry, all right? And, and Jeff just goes to him. He goes, Jets. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. that's why he slammed the door. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, unbelievable. Jeff had a strong episode. He also had uh, early on, Susie called him for help in the kitchen. I think he had another, another classic groan. Definitely did an eye Oh, roll. when uh, – when uh, when they were talking about how she took advice from the woman who had stage four cancer, and she was like, you know, when we were going through that rough patch, and I thought we were going to split up, she yes. told me you guys are meant for each other. Yes. And she toasts the glass, and Jeff just gives like an eye roll, like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's so good. He's having He's a hell the of a season. engine, man. He's the engine. He's having a hell of a season, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, All right, so, what are your mini bar thoughts? Yeah, let's get the mini bar. Are you gonna think, are you gonna curate your own mini bar, or you have comments on Larry's <laughs> mini bar? I was not. I was not impressed with Larry's mini bar. Man, I think he's losing it. That's <laughs> not a good. That was not. I mean, they were looking at olives. You can't have olives on a mini bar. What kind of hotel is this, man? You got to just have like snacks. Figs. I'm not a huge fig guy, but like figs, I don't know if figs belong on a mini bar. Yeah, I love figs, but they do not belong in a mini bar. And it's probably that's probably very expensive. A, a fig and a mini bar. Fig. Yeah, it's probably LA. This is LA hotel. So I like I, I understand it's probably wasabi peas not up your alley, huh? I like have you ever had uh wasabi almonds, the blue diamond almonds? Oh yeah, for sure. Those good. are good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know if uh, mini bar should be pretty standard stuff, right? You don't need to go exotic in the mini bar, right? Like a Kit Kat, Doritos, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, Parmesan chips. I mean, come on, Larry. <laughs> yeah, is he trying to be like he's trying to go a little fancy? You know, the York pepper and patties going to come back to bite him in the ass because that's the one thing that was like legit that belongs in a mini bar. Yes, like, absolutely. The peppermint patty was a nice touch. You throw that bad boy in the freezer. That's a nice one. Um, the Funk House, good name. <laughs> yeah, great name. <laughs> great, great name. Um, 
yeah, so that's 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 really it. Uh, yeah, what else was there? Uh, the episode that I'm really missing. There's always so much in the curve episode. The hot, oh, hot dog eating contest. They got oh, themselves yeah. into a lie there, Pat and Oswalt. Yeah, what <laughs> what is where um, a Goebbels level lie? It's a pretty good lie. It's a solid lie. If you're Goebbels <laughs> level, you're boss level liar. Mm-hmm. So Larry's yeah. <laughs> Larry's a Goebbels level, a, a, a boss level liar. Yes, pretty good. If you're in the lie game, that is. That's, that's a good one. I like the, I like that uh, comparison. <laughs> what a compliment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that that was really it. I don't think uh, anybody else pop up. No, I think that's it. I think we got everything. Yeah. Well, everything important, at least. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then on to succession. Uh, Battle of Wits continues. I guess Kendall and Logan have to kind of work together now as, uh, you know, Kendall pulled the plug and now everybody's going down together. Yes. And they kind of got to grab onto each other and hope for the best. Um, what did you think of uh, Josh? Is that Adrian, his name? Adrian Brody? Yeah, I, it took me a minute. I'm like, I was watching it, and I like the show, and I think this season is shaping up to be maybe the best. I mean, it's early still; you can't judge a, a, a season by how it starts. You got to judge like how it finishes. But right, it's shaping up to be great. And I, for even even for as much as I love it, like I'm looking, I'm like, this guy won a fucking Oscar. <laughs> like, what's he doing here? Right, the pianist, the pianist, and, right? Yeah, and. uh but uh, yeah, I was like, but he was great though. He was fucking great. Do you think he did the walk thing on purpose? I think that was it. Because I think, in my mind, you know, uh, Kendall got paranoid that it was a setup against him, right? Yes. Yeah. And then on the walk back, I was thinking that was a setup that he set it up against. So Logan. did I. And then, then I'm wondering if this was his, the guy Josh's way of testing the both of them. Yeah, I, I thought the whole time it was against Logan. The two of them, though. You thought I thought I thought two of them. I thought Kendall set it up with the dude Josh right. to test him. Yes, but I think it was Josh acting alone. Yeah, it was all jo- yeah, it was Josh acting alone. Yeah, which is really good writing and really good setup by the by the people who make that show to to kind of play with your mind, play with your mind as the viewer. Yes. Uh, during that whole thing, like who's fucking playing who here? Right. It was a lot. It was a big lot of tension building, especially with the the silent tension between Kendall and Logan. Twice it was in the house when they were just kind of standing there. Yep. It was their first time they were face to face, and then again at the table. Yep. Um, which was good. And then you know Logan's speech there at the table about he's a good kid said it like six times. Yes. Yeah. And then and then on on the way back. Did not believe it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll say anything to get fucked on a date. That's <laughs> Logan's line. That was great. Um, I thought it was it was good writing too. How uh, so? The reason they went out there is because Josh, who I Brody did a good job playing him, but the guy was insufferable, like just rich douchebag. Oh just, yeah, like, no, playing perfectly. Read yeah. it all over that guy. Who yeah, who he is. Um, 
So I thought it was great how the, the reason they went out there is because he said his daughter was sick and had a fever. And the first thing both of them say when they show up is, how's your daughter? Just completely full of shit, like just oh, going yeah. through the motions, saying what they need to say. I thought that was funny. Uh, and then obviously the daughter was like doing backflips into the pool <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah, Josh. no, I thought it was another, I thought it was a great, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, Connor, your boy Connor showed up. <laughs> yeah, he's always fun. He's always worth he's a laugh when he shows up. Looking for a piece. He's looking to wet his beak a little bit. Yeah, I don't like uh, Connor. Connor getting a, a little strong army. I don't like that. Like, okay, take it easy, Con. But also, that's got to do with you know how. I think with how Shiv treated Kendall, I don't think he liked that. Like, you see what you you know you're kind of on the you, you put yourself in the same level in your own mind as your brother, and then you see what Shiv did to him, and you don't want to get it on you know whatever on her way down. You don't want to get her kind of taking swings at you too. I mean, what's he looking for? You think, Connor? I mean. I mean, he's got delusions of grandeur, right? I mean, he, wanted, he, he still thinks he's going to be in politics, I think, right? In politics, thinks he's going to be president. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be, he's going to be the president. What was the name of the Food Network? Because I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Oh, uh, some stupid name. Like Munchchango yeah. or something? Yeah. Mundango? I, I don't know. Yeah, Grub Dango. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, it was like, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's he, he can't he's gonna fuck it up. Who who are the biggest Connor? fuck ups? Yeah, uh, the biggest fuck ups in the show. Like, is it is it Greg Connor and uh, Shiv's husband? Uh, Greg Greg is actually doing great for himself. I mean, when when we first saw Greg, he was wearing the uh, the whatever you call it mascot costume or whatever at the theme park. Now he's I mean he's he's downgraded to a little bit of a storage closet, but I mean. <laughs> he actually had leverage against Logan. I mean, so I think Greg is like almost kind of falling ass backwards into a yeah, pretty good situation. That's the point of his whole character. He just kind of falls ass backwards into it. There's something to be said about his character and I don't know, just certain, a certain faction of the American public that kind of lucks out because of their family ties and shit like that. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, the biggest fuck up, I mean, it's probably it might be Kendall. <laughs> yeah, what he's about, got some balls, but you don't think Shiv's husband is a little bit of a fuck up? He's just a weenie. He's always yeah, he's a big weenie. What about Shiv? Like, what does she think she's a little bit uh, more savvy than she, she really is? Oh yeah, for sure. Because at the, at the, when the series started, she was kind of in politics, but she was on the other side. She was like yeah, working for a liberal guy. Yeah, she's the um, like the Michael Corleone of the family. Right, but of course she comes back, and you know she is what she is. Yeah, which she you know, she wants it. she wants it. Right, but she thinks it's like her birthright, though, and then she thinks just because she is who she is that she can kind of walk into a meeting and everything will kind of fall into place because she's Shiv Roy. Yep, big, big time, yeah. yeah. And Logan, in my mind, Logan doesn't know or care who takes over after him. 
I really don't think he cares. All he wants is to be on top when he's still around. Yeah, he's right. So he wants he needs to angle. He he knows like what Shiv will do. He knows what uh, what's his face is capable of. Kieran, Cole, I think you know? Ken, I think Kendall's smart enough to know that, which is part of the reason he kind of is going against them. He like yeah. knows his father's a scumbag and's like, whatever. I'm doing yeah. doing whatever. He yeah. doesn't have a fucking plan at all. No, you he's know? just trying to he jump ahead. No, yeah, he's he's definitely trying to like cut some corners. He has no idea what he's doing. None. Um, None. But he's smart enough to know that like his father has, is playing everybody. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, it's the, uh, the bum bum tattoo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. It was kind of fucked up. Uh, I don't understand that angle. I don't understand that angle at all because you know I I think what's your name even mentions it. Uh, you know, Jerry, Karen, Karen, Yeah, Jerry mentions it. That he that they're both there. I don't think. Roman has any shame though. He's not even in the running, really. Like he, he, all he cares is that it'll make his brother look bad and it'll help his father. Yeah. Yeah, that's just. And Amy Jerry's Jerry's right. Like, how does this this you know this isn't really a great look, even though it makes Kendall look bad. It's it's not a great look over overall. It just doesn't really. Who's it benefit? Yeah, nobody. I don't think any. I don't think the general public is going to see that, and you know, all of a sudden take Logan's side because of yeah. a sexual yeah. assault, you know, accu- like no, cover up. Yeah, wouldn't, doesn't the whole public kind of hate these people anyway? Don't you get that feeling that they're just kind of the, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so why, sure. like, you're you're battling for the. You're you're all on the low. Well, yeah, but Kendall has there. a vision though. But Kendall has a vision. Yeah. He wants to go. He wants to you know kind of go more legit and. I'm not. I'm still not sure exactly what his vision is, but it's it's a vision. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all kind of goes through. The, I mean, he's part of the company. There's no splitting up in that company. I mean, it was just maybe the worst timing ever. The shareholder meetings kind of hanging over their heads. Yeah. Um, they have investors who obviously are not sure they want to stay involved with the company if there's this kind of division there. I mean, the amount of money that he lost, Adrian Brody lost. Uh, is ridiculous. I know it's all on paper, but still ridiculous. I was like, three right, probably, probably still didn't make a dent. Yeah, of course. I mean, the guy's got his own island off of New York, which is yeah, insane. crazy. Uh, so I mean, they 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 got to come together at some point. Yeah, and I had yeah. forgotten all about that other dude, uh, Raven Ravenwood. The TV guy who's supposed to be like Hannity, I, I assume, or fake Hannity, fan. Oh yeah, yep. He was <laughs> he was in the safe room episode, which I if you go back and watch that scene, yes. you know that scene that the mind comp one. No, no, I don't know the scene, but I remember the, I remember the episode though. Oh yeah, go back and watch that scene. Him and Tom have a great scene. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shit, Shiv. Uh, uh, sitting down with him, throwing her weight around a little bit. That was a, I'd for, and I'd forgotten all about that guy. He was he he's popped up like in a couple episodes throughout the throughout the series. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, another strong episode. They really have. They really all been good. 
Yeah. Yeah, so far so good with the uh no complaints. Yeah. I had one more fucking thought and I lost it. God damn it, that's the worst. Should have wrote one it down. More. The Miami Frank. Dolphins are pouring it on. Well, he didn't go he didn't score yet. They find your nipple Mark them down. <laughs> they find your nipple clamps, Frank? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or was that Carl? Carl? Yeah, was maybe. Carl the other yeah, one. Yeah. It might have been Carl. Yeah, yeah, they're interchangeable. <laughs> Dynamic duo. Kendall's <laughs> definitely got some. Kendall's got a he's got a rat inside, right? Is it you think it's Greg or because uh, he made a comment to Logan being like nobody Shiv is fucking up and nobody respects her. So he's got he's got an insider. It could be Frank. I think so. I, it's probably Frank. He because he was teetering a little bit. I think the end of last season, right? Not teetering, but well, he got fired at some point, and then Logan brought oh, right. him back. And then yeah. at the beginning of this season, oh, that's what it, when right. they were on the run, Logan was like, "You're not. You're staying with me. I don't trust you." Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right to his face. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, they're they are hitting a stride, man. It's fun. It's fun to. Fun to be around with uh, with the show when it kind of hits its stride. Yeah. All right. Now we're pouring it on. Now it's on. Twenty-one to ten, the Miami Dolphins. Man, you know, I feel like I don't have any money on this game, but I was in that pool, and I just feel like uh, Tony. I think it was a Dolphins game too that he just like he just sitting there somewhere like it was, I think it was in the car. Like the day after, he's got his head down, and like he's just here on the radio, like on the fan, probably like the Miami Dolphins couldn't hold on to a fourth quarter lead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not sure. Not not sure we win that game if Brissett is in. All I'm saying, not sure why Jacoby Brissett's playing. I don't think we swore on that last drive. Nothing against Brissett. I know tough to play behind the slow line, but anybody who watched it, I hope I'm prime time. People realize now that there's a big difference between Tua and Brissett. What was that? The world it's for the world to see now. No, I'm just saying for for all the people who like Tua Brissett, not that big of a difference. I'm glad I'm prime time now. You saw like a little bit of a difference. Yeah, and I mean Tua's got a little bit something to him. He's got a little bit of a spark. He's not Jacoby Brissett, man. Nah, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, he's a backup, man. Yeah. Tua, probably not the guy, but still, he's not. <laughs> like, no, everyone if, acting like it's not that big a difference. It's a big difference. No, but if he stays healthy and um, he can develop for a couple of years, he's going to be just fine, I think. He's going to be just, a just fine professional quarterback, where Brissett was destined to be a backup. Career backup. He had that one year in Indy where he was a starter, and – when they went and got the corpse of Phil Rivers because yes. they didn't want to stick with Brissett. So that, that's all you need to know. He's not a starting quarterback. Right, right. <clears throat> all right, well, I might as well get this one yep. published. That is a, sent out that is a wrap. General public. I was so hold on to ho- hope that I could figure out what the fuck it was I was thinking about. But uh, it is lost to... Um, memories that well when you remember it make a note and then do it now it's dead can't do it can't bring it back I'm not uh, I'm not a what do you call it 
We're not going to do an exorcism. I'm not a medium here. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to see you guys on Saturday? Um, maybe. I, don't, I may have something Saturday. All right. All right. I'll get this out. All right. Talk to you. Peace. All right.